Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, helping sales-focused professionals discover new tools, trends, and strategies. Please welcome your host, Bill Bannum. Welcome to the January episode of the Sales Pro Chat Show. Today, we're going to focus on the qualities and abilities possessed by the best sales leaders and understand what to look for when searching for those elusive candidates who can take your sales team to the next level. Our guest today is Jamie Hubanoff, president of the Leadership Agency. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. JB, welcome to Sales Pro Chat. Thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, it's an honor. It's an honor for us too. Now, firstly, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in terms of finding great sales and leadership talent. I am the president and founder of the Leadership Agency, and we were founded really with one purpose, and that's to help our clients lead at a material impact level. You know, we we determine leadership from anything from a team leader to a, a chief people officer, and we help organizations determine not only what those you know, traits are from a leadership perspective, but how to find and attract them and retain them. Uh, prior to, to the leadership agency, I was, you know, spent seven years in, in sales recruitment and in sales. I was a, a vice president of sales. I was a partner of an organization. And, you know, I've interviewed over 10,000 salespeople and leaders in the North American market, have placed over 3,000 people, have worked with over 300 companies, primarily in the tech startup community. So this is something that not only I've done, but I'm incredibly passionate about. So you're coming to this call today with uh, with experience from both sides, from from finding those awesome salespeople, but also being a fantastic salesperson yourself, which is exactly what we are looking for uh, as part of this conversation today. So let's uh, let's begin by exploring why you believe that great sales leaders are born and not made. That's a great question. It's definitely a you know a topic that comes up often in analyzing you know leadership profiles and something that we love discussing. But we believe at the leadership agency and you know our clients alike that leaders, uh, you know whether they're born or they're not born, it's something that you you have intrinsically in, in who you are. And leadership isn't necessarily defined or measured by something traditional like being a vice president or you know, leading a line of business, leadership can come in shapes and forms that aren't necessarily traditional, like being on a, a team sport and being the captain of that sport or being somebody that, you know, people will follow. It, it, it's who you are, whether that actually gets 
um, trained or materializes into something that is professionally um, recognized as a leadership um, role or, you know, you get recognized as a leader, we really believe that uh, the DNA of a leader is really who you are and it, it comes down to it being professionally challenged or, or sorry, channeled, um, you know, for it to get recognized. But, you know, we interviewed, uh, like I said, over 10,000 leaders in the marketplace and something that, you know, we're about to launch um, in February is something called We Celebrate Leaders and it's a campaign that we've interviewed over 12 of the country's best leaders in the marketplace to help understand what defines a leader and something that we ask them is, are you, were you born a leader or were you trained to be a leader? And 90% of the leaders that we interviewed said, you know, leadership always found me somehow. So, you know, it's there, whether it's scientific or it's not, but we believe that, you know, leadership is, is part of your DNA. Okay, now we are going to change tack a little bit in and for the main part of the interview today, we're gonna we're gonna focus on the qualities of the best sales leadership hires and what they bring to a company once once they've been onboarded. So firstly let's let's think about the idea of the, the sales leader as the chief architect. Can can you suggest the key skills and duties needed from a sales leader in terms of the high level planning for the sales team? Great question. The, the, you know, the, the CRO or the chief architect or the chief sales officer or, you know, that, that title is, is quite new to a leadership table, but I think what it encompasses is somebody who is able to not only understand what a, you know, an organization needs from a revenue perspective, from a market share perspective, um, but from a customer perspective, and more importantly, from a people perspective. There are a lot of elements that go into being a great sales leader from a tactical and managerial perspective, but if you're looking at the strategy side of the business, this person has to understand how to create a roadmap that encompasses all of those things, the customer's voice, the, the sales team and ecosystem's voice, the, the market share uh, strategy, the, the revenue and the growth strategy, and also be able to take in, um, you know, the, the ownership um, voice and strategy as well. So you really are probably one of the most critical parts of that leadership team. You are taking all areas of the business and bringing it together and then empowering other people to, to execute on that and to achieve those goals. So you have to know how to, whether it's your sales leaders or your salespeople, to create um, a culture and a, a strategy around executing and firing at all cylinders to, to make sure that happens um, at any point and making sure your people are completely self-expressed and, and know what those goals are of the organization. As There's just so many components in being able to do that. And I think that the, the the traits and, and understanding how to do that is, you know, someone who is is very driven. That that drive can never leave. No matter how senior you are at the leadership level from a sales perspective, you always have to have an innate amount, an undeniable amount of drive, because that's what people will look for in you know in you to empower them to to be able to do themselves. You have to have. Um, an innate amount of curiosity. You have to always be challenging not only the strategy of the business, but understanding the marketplace and how to navigate um, all of those things through that. And you have to have a really high level of empathy. I think that those are the three things that make a great sales leader. 
Now, the next characteristic we're going to consider won't be a surprise to many of our listeners because it's based around being a good communicator. But um, I, I guess sales leaders need to be better than just a good communicator, right? They need to be an excellent communicator. So can, can you please explore how great sales leaders understand that for communication to be effective, it needs to move in both directions? Yes. Communication, you know, in today's age is, is really fragmented at best. Um, you know, it, it's not it's not traditional, and communication comes in ways that are new to us, and we're we're constantly exploring. Um, you know, as we we grow and and we you know disrupt, communication also disrupts and changes and grows. So, from a, a sales leader's perspective, there's so many elements of communication that you have to be as a leader. Um, somebody who can, can can take communication, whether it's internal communication. Um, you know, market communication, customer communication, um, you know, your, your team's communication and make it something that people are able to connect with and understand and resonate and, and it's executable. So you can't assume as a sales leader that people understand your style of communication or are, you know, completely in line with the communication channels that are out there and available, you have to make it make sense and you have to make it accessible, understandable and executionable. Okay, now let's talk about uh, uh, filtering information and uh, how, how important that is as a characteristic. Can you suggest why top sales leaders need to be able to sort and prioritize so that they can achieve the best results? I think that sales leaders you know, when it comes to, to information and to being able to help prioritize, there are so many unique tools out there that empower a sales team, uh, you know, or sales as a line of business to, to get better and to challenge them on a, on a you know, day-to-day basis, whether that's Slack or that's Salesforce. So there's, there's so many unique areas of, of, you know, technology and disruption around communication and information. Um, that it can become somewhat crowded and it can become somewhat, um, you know, inaccessible. So as a sales leader, you have to help your sales, you know, it's important for them to determine what will empower the sales team to absorb, understand, and relate to information and to to make it really clear, um, you know, what that information is and why it's important. I'm interested to understand a bit about from your experience of uh, attracting the the best sales leadership talent. What what would be typically strong answers from a sales leader candidate when it comes to uh, those processes involving filtering and and understanding the information to make a difference to a team that they then may be joining as a leader? Okay, that's a great question. That's actually really what most companies struggle with when it comes to finding and attracting great sales leadership talent without them even knowing that that's a challenge. So I'll explain that. So 80% of business-to-business brands have never even been heard of. So what typically happens is, you know, when an organization needs to go to market and, and to either upgrade their sales leadership talent or hire their very first sales leader, whether that's a director, a vice president, a CRO, it doesn't matter. Sales leadership is sales leadership. And so people make a lot of assumptions that people know something about their organization, but the, the reality is that they probably don't. And Or if they do, people's perceptions are the realities. They may think they know what your product is or what your company is or what your value proposition is, but 
they don't. And so the the way to empower sales leadership talent in wanting to you know, work for you or to, to come onto your organization and, and achieve the goals that you've set is to share as much as possible and be as transparent as possible, not only about what your goals and your achievements and your successes are, but what your challenges are as an organization. So from a sales leadership perspective, the challenges that are relevant to, to them are things like your average deal size. If you're looking to go up market, uh, what have been your challenges you know, in the past in doing so? You know, is it net new logo acquisition? You know, what have been your challenges in doing that? Um, is it from a people uh, retention perspective? You know, what have been your successes? But more importantly, what have been your challenges in doing that? And, you know, really opening up about, um, you know, your, your sales organization, that revenue model, your value proposition, your growth strategy, your financing strategy. Good sales leaders want to know what is on your financing roadmap. So if you've raised an A round and you're, you're gearing up your organization for that B round, share with that sales leader, you know, who are your investors that you're targeting or who's targeting you? What's your targeted amount? What do you plan to do with that raise? You know, is that a, a global expansion strategy? Is that a you know, a pivot in your product strategy. Like these are all things that, you know, uh, from a uh, an organizational ownership perspective, whether it's a president or a CEO or a board of directors, these are all things that people need to be prepared to talk about and share with a sales leader because this leader is the forefront of those things happening. Okay, thank you very much. Now, now I'd like to consider with you, please, uh, the the sales leader as the ongoing student if you like uh uh someone who who embraces learning now sales is a particularly unique role within a company because many salespeople may say you know what um training and learning and development are important but um equally i need enough time to go out and hit my targets and make my commissions and all the rest of it you know so are the best sales leaders those that ensure opportunities for constant learning within their team and, and, and the growth that comes from that? Or can there be times actually when too much money is wasted on training staff? I've seen organizations be very successful without a sales training methodology adoption. Um, and I've seen sales organizations or organizations be wildly successful when they have adopted a sales methodology and or training or sales culture. But I think the one thing that's been really consistent is having um, a passion for, like, from a DNA, an organizational DNA perspective, a passion for continuous learning. Whether that is, is driven from a sales methodology perspective like the challenger sale or the dynamics of a complex sales solution environment like things like there's so many out there it's a very crowded marketplace when it comes to to sales training specifically but the one thing that's always consistent in 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 seeing organizations you know grow and be better than their competitors or you know be unique is something that um is undeniable when you have a culture that is is always open and always encouraging you know, to their people, whether their sales team or their finance team or their marketing team, making sure that there is a culture of continuous learning, however that, that whatever that transpires to. Which is a great lead into the next question, uh, which is about creating a culture of innovation and the role of, of the sales leader as the innovator. So today there are lots of different tools out there, which allows 
sales and marketing and finance folk to to really get a feel for different patterns and where trends are going. So how how do successful sales leader leadership hires instill a culture of innovation? I believe, and what I've seen having done this for the past 10 years, is anything that can be disrupted will be disrupted. And I think that as a sales leader, you and your line of business and your salespeople, you are frontline. You are having more conversations and understanding that marketplace better than anybody else. So your salespeople and your sales organization from a sales leadership perspective are really the ones who are out there all day, every day, uncovering who your competitors are, what the challenges are, things that you have to overcome, and you know, new technology or new product coming into the marketplace that you know will challenge your the success of your organization from a disruption or an innovation perspective. And so, being a sales leader, you have to learn how to be the voice um, of the organization. And if it's identifying innovation um, in the marketplace from a competitive perspective, that's one thing. Um, but as a sales leader, um, you know, it's really important to, to empower your sales team. You know, if there's change or innovation within the product in which you're selling, they have to be open to innovation. They have to be open to being able to pivot. And they can't do that unless they've got the right leader teaching them the benefits and the return on their investment from a sales perspective on adopting change and adopting innovation internally as well. We are currently, as we record this in early 2018, uh, enjoying a wonderful period in Canada and, and in the US where the economy is booming and uh, the job market um, is, is seeing record lower levels of unemployment, which is fantastic. So how how competitive is it out there right now? Can you offer any insights into the challenges uh, for, for organizations to find and retain great sales leadership talent? This is something that we see and feel every day, um, you know, in the, the practice and, in, in, you know, our, our business practice and, and the clients that we work with, uh, you know, I'd say 70 to 75% of the leadership roles that we work on from all lines of business are in sales and sales leadership. This is the number one role, um, whether, like I said, whether that is a director or a VP or a team leader or a CRO, this takes up 75% of our entire business right now. So that is a clear indicator that this is um, a result of growth and a result of change and, you know, the competitive landscape right now, um, you know, really does include organizations looking at sales and sales leadership in a much more diverse way. It's not just driving revenue anymore. It's more about, like I said, all those things earlier about being the voice of the customer, being the voice of the people, being voice of the leadership team, being, being voice of the product and how to execute. It is a very diverse um, area of business and it accounts for about 30% of any organization is sales, you know, from a people perspective. And so it really is getting taken a lot more seriously and a lot more emphasis is being put on sales leadership um, and being able to you know, be an all-encompassing leader. And, you know, what we're finding is, you know, for companies to be able to, to not only attract and find great leaders, um, you know, they're really working hard to, to compete for that talent, but they're also working a lot harder nowadays, you know, in the past six months, you know, to be more specific, 
to retain the leadership talent they have and to grow them and to empower them. So there's not only been a lot of movement around, you know, that this this line of business and this leadership role, um, you know, to develop it and to bring it, you know, into the organization if they haven't had it before, or to upgrade that talent to go up market in, in leadership experience. But we've also seen organizations doing a really great job of retaining their leadership talent that they do have and challenging them to, to, to the next level in their leadership career. We are coming towards the end of this particular interview. Can you believe it? I, I, this, it seems like we only started chatting a couple of minutes ago. Um, before we do wrap up, just a last couple of questions for you, Jamie. Firstly, we, we've just covered there um, attracting the top talent in a more competitive marketplace. But let's let's just focus a little bit more on on what those qualities are of those best candidates. We've certainly considered the, the soft skills, if you like. Um, but in terms of that left side, right side brain debate, what are some of those tangible technical skills that perhaps mm-hmm. today's best sales leaders need to have on their resume? You know, are, are they, are they kind of marketing people these days too? Do they need to have great grasps of how CRMs work? Awesome understanding of of how you tie in email campaigns, understanding the, the benefits and the nuances of, of social selling through Sales Navigator. What, what are some of those bullet points that one looks for on, on a resume of a top sales leadership candidate? Mm-hmm. Okay, great question. From the technical uh, perspective, you know, there's there's so many tools and technologies out there that it would be hard to really measure um, or to limit. It would be unfortunate to limit yourself. You know, if you want someone who's you know, worked with a, a Pardot or a Marketo-based campaign versus, you know, someone who's like, it, it wouldn't be beneficial to limit yourself from a technical perspective. But the tangible things that you're looking for from a sales leader, um, depending on your organization, but the reality is, is what you're looking for is somebody who has consistency and repetition. So what I mean by that is a leader who who's been a director here for one year and a VP there for two years, um, you know, a good sales leader is never going to make a lateral move and or make too many jumps. You want a leader who has been through a few, if not multiple stages within an organization, whether, you know, that company has gone through financing or funding or grown by acquisition. You want a leader to know what it's like to feel all stages of an organizational growth and or development um, and life cycle. Um, You want a a sales leader to have built a a sales team or built leaders within an organization. You want them to have had exposure to all areas uh, of sales leadership. Um, And I think, you know, it's really important that you know, you look for commonalities. You don't look for competition, but you look for commonalities in a sales leadership um, profile. And what I mean by that is if you are a technology company that um, is 25 employees and you're looking to get to 100 employees, you're at 10 million run rate and you're looking to double that to 20 million in run rate, if you sell um, into a certain type of end user, look for commonalities in, in, in organizations where people have led. So look for, for sales leaders who have led an organization, who have helped grow them from you know, 25 to 50 or 100 employees, who've taken an organization from A round to, to B round financing. And that doesn't have to be your competitor. That just has to be a similar type of software or um, product-based you know, organization that's gone through similar changes or growth cycles as you have because they can bring that to the table. But I think that the common traits that you're looking for that are tangible, somebody who 
um, has been a salesperson themselves, people, salespeople who've um, grown and or built a sales team, uh, a sales leader who has been a part of a growth strategy and cycle within an organization, that's really important. They need to know what it feels like to, to grow. Um, you know, that, that's really important. And I think, you know, tangible things are things like, you know, you know, the technology that you did mention, making sure that they, they've either implemented or been part of, um, you know, a technology, whether it's a CRM or whether it's, you know, email campaign. Like, they have to have a really good understanding of the technology that's out there, having had used it themselves before, but it doesn't have to be the exact same type of technology that, you know, that organization is using. Okay, well, that just leaves me with one more question for you today. Um, and that's, how can our listeners learn more and connect with you, Jamie? You can go to our website at any time. Um, we will be publishing this on our website at the Leadership Agency. Our Twitter feed, our Twitter handle is uh, Leadership Agency, spelled A-G-C-Y. Jamie Hubinoff, thank you very much for being the guest on the January Sales Pro Chat Show. Thank you very much for having me. And listeners, please uh, join us on January 25th at 1ET for the Associated Sales Pro Chat Twitter chat. And until then... Happy selling. Thank you for listening to Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. 